0: Welcome back, everyone, to Tech Talk, the officially unofficial Transformers TCG podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Scott of VectorSigma.info, and we're well in the throes of that season, Scott. Uh, It took me an inordinate amount of time to try and collect everything, make sure the overlay has everything, and I'm sure I missed or forgot something.
1: No, I'm sure you're good. There aren't, <laughs> well, there, aren't that many, there
0: aren't that many this time. Yeah, this time. We'll see. And it actually I guess given that we're starting or I don't know if it is actually earlier. I'd have to go back and look at the the actual timestamps from the previous releases. It feels like the release season is starting sooner, so it'll maybe be more bite sized chunks instead of like trying to inhale a whole meal.
1: Yeah, probably, given the given the runway I would, I would agree.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll see how it shapes out. I'm sure there will be at least one show where it's like 30 cards, because that seems to always happen, or feels like always. But anyway, before we dive into the actual cards, there was another recent announcement, that was actually events for PAX East. Uh, So I went over to the Pastime site, because it got tweeted out and posted on all the various social media by both Pastimes and the official Transformers TCG accounts. And got some screenshots of the stuff that's out there it's a very similar format or at least as i understood it where it's basically if you go undefeated in one of the qualifiers you then qualify for championship sunday and then there's uncut sheets and energon editions and boxes and other cool stuff to win um it's i think the becoming the standard format for non-unplugged PAX events so I don't really have a whole lot new to add what about you Scott
1: um so I think the difference is that at PAX South every event was four rounds regardless of how many players showed up whereas now this gotcha. is uh, this is like only three rounds I think of less than I forget what the number is. if it's well. four to
0: yeah I'm looking at it now if it's four to 16 okay. it'll be three rounds and four rounds if it's 17 and over
1: yeah, so that's the big difference is that they they cut around if uh, if there's less players, which they didn't do last time. So there's actually more qualifiers because of that. So mm. um, you can you can play in more of them. So uh, there's that aspect of it. So that's that's, that's positive. Um, I mean they only and I think they're they're giving out on cut sheets again. They're giving out um, a decent amount of product again. Um, the only downside is just like you know that there's a there's a cost to get into PAX. Oh boy. Yes, there is. (laughs) That's high. Um, And uh, the other issue is um, like a lot of the badges have already sold out because of when it was announced. So like a lot of people that were going probably um, already knew they were going to begin with. Right. So I'm just, I wouldn't really worry too much about the turnout. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I just don't, I don't think that, uh, I mean, I'm on, I'm on record. I've said it before, but like, I don't think that the PAX events, even PAX South, um, being the smallest of the non-unplugged ones, I, I mm-hmm. just don't think that they're set up well for non-Magic TCGs. Um, I don't know how the other TCGs do there, um, but I just think that the they're video game conventions, so um, right. the cost to get in is basically like to try beta versions of video games and play in big beta video game tournaments and things like that, so, um, you know... Obviously, magic will always draw what it draws. So, like, you know, it's easy for to just um, have Transformers come along for the ride. But um, I wouldn't worry too much about it, like, as a major thing because I just think it's prohibitive for, for players to, to get in. Yeah.
0: On, so. I mean, it, we've talked in the past about Gen Con being a, an expensive convention to get to, especially depending on what part of the country you're from or if you're coming from something international. Uh, this sort of takes it to another level. <laughs> where yeah. it's just, oh boy. Yeah. It's, um, it, that is your, or could be your one big trip. And to your point, if people weren't planning about to attend to begin with, it's not a, it's certainly not for me an impulse decision to go, oh yeah, well, you know what? I have a free weekend. I'll just, you know, I'll jump on a plane and <laughs> swing on down. It's, or up, I guess. It's just, that's not in the uh, the cards. No pun intended.
1: Yeah, the good thing I can say is that, like, I mean, if you are if you do live in like the, I assume Seattle area, um, wherever PAX Prime PAX West is, mm-hmm. you can pretty much assume even now that there's going to be something there. So, like, oh, absolutely, planning, if that's the case. So. Yeah,
0: that is something that we we're definitely at that point in the cycle where we've seen this enough times where we could say, yeah, that's coming up. There's gonna be something, and we have the rough idea with, as you mentioned earlier, minor tweaks as far as structure changes, but you basically know what you're getting yourself into and it's just a matter of, okay, can you swing it for some of these both larger and potentially cost prohibitive conventions? Yep. So uh, I just wanted to throw that out there because it was more recent news, but I think I'm going to go out on a limb and assume what everybody's excited To hear us talk about and to talk about themselves are the new reveals that have come in the last week. Uh, We've gotten quite a bit, a, a smattering across the new mechanics, and there's some definitely cool stuff, including things that we did have a chance to talk to Drew about already. That did go live at the Today calendar day of the recording so uh, Mm -hmm. by the time you listen to this afterwards you probably already listened to it but we'll rehash other things since we've had a little more time to digest but we're going to start actually in reverse order sort of again this is a little all over the place for how these are categorized but i wanted to start with jurassic punch which drew had mentioned on multiple occasions was his favorite card as in the title and i am pretty much in agreement (laughs) with the card name is is amazing i have to appreciate it on this one yeah
1: it's definitely uh
0: definitely interesting it uh so jurassic punch is volcanicus's specifically volcanicus fiery champions stratagem it's one star when your volcanicus fiery champion attacks an enemy that has fewer stars than him your Volcanicus gets bold until the end of battle, equal to the star difference. So, Scott, I think you said it offline. This is basically bolt Turn your deck over.
1: Yeah, Volcanicus costs thirty nine, I believe, right? Sure. I honestly <laughs> have no idea. <laughs> seven, seven, eight, eight, nine. So I think it's thirty nine.
0: Yeah. Sure. None of them. Doesn't one of them change stars? I don't think it's him. But anyway, continue.
1: It's hard to see on the app, because, like, the 5 and the 10 mm. are, like, so small. But I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's 39 when you add them all up. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so you're getting bold, like, even if you go against... Literally, if you go against Metroplex, you're still getting bold 14, so... Yeah, it's... I think the... <laughs> we
0: we're, were talking about it offline, uh, and one... Maybe Optimus Maximus has more stars?
1: I don't Yeah, know. I think he does. Because it's 7 times 5 plus 11, so... But as... 40, uh, one of the no, pa- he doesn't. It's a 46,
0: I think. Interesting. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So, as one of the patrons put it in response, though, it's another combiner that, well, that Optimus Maximus almost never combines. So, uh, no. it's probably a scenario that you're not going to have to worry about. No. Unfortunately, you may not have to worry about the other part of the scenario all that much. It, to mm-hmm. me, I mean, it does address some concerns, obviously, of the Volcanicus strategy with this stratagem. That is okay you're you're gonna brutally slaughter something when you connect with this, or presumably you will if you're orange obviously with bolt thirty nine unless they they overheat you or something, which would be hysterical um yes. <laughs> that would I think I might literally fall out of my chair at that if I saw that happen, but uh so you're gonna you're just gonna demolish something with the bold, or if you lean into blue and this is gonna segue into the concern. If you're a blue deck, you run inverted or thermal weaponry or something because bold thirty nine with thermal weaponry would also be hilarious. Problem is, is, it's the reason you'd be blue is because these guys are sort of fragile, especially in the more um as health pools have grown, they they seem much more puny than they would have otherwise. I think the the parts, I mean.
1: I mean, they're mid-range characters. are probably a little understated for their cost, given the combiner ability, I would right. say. But, um, so I think... So this operates similar, in my opinion, to the Cosmos stratagem, where Cosmos had two problems. It was getting the ability off and then making sure you're actually KOing a character that mattered. Yep. And to me, Volcanicus had two problems, combining and his ability, like, when the first time he attacked or something and the number of oranges that you flipped, um, it it didn't fit well with the ability That It it wasn't a synergistic ability with with the ability to actually combine because it it forced you to lean into an orange deck and then to get the ability off, but then, like, how are you going to survive to actually combine? So, like, it wasn't realistic to actually assume that you could do all these things, similar to the way Cosmos was without his strategy. Cosmos Stratagem addressed one of the two parts, and in my opinion, um, the Volcanicus Stratagem uh, impacts positively with one of the two parts, which is when you become Volcanicus, you should be KOing a guy every single time you attack. Yep. Um, so I, I do think what this allows you to do is build a, a heavier blue deck um, that has a smattering of oranges here and there, probably, <laughs> Just because, again, like we said, you're going to They're not in your hand, like right, right. <laughs> you're getting exactly. Them. <laughs> exactly like like. I mean, it should not be an issue whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, go there's a lot of there's there's a lot of interesting ways you can go about it, and again, I think this is similar to Cosmos. And what I like about this is, and to be honest with you, I think this is this is basically what they're trying, what Wizards is trying to do in terms of like quote combo decks. Like they're trying to make it mm-hmm. so you do fight on a different axis. Um, and I think what this deck allows you to do is, like, you can literally play no weapons in your deck because all yeah. you care about is, like, I think he's six to start with. I don't remember. Um, six base six attack, seven. you mean? Yeah.
0: That yeah. sounds right.
1: Yeah, I think he's, like, six or seven base attack I'm gonna attack check to start it. Okay. <laughs> good. Um, And then, obviously, he would... For every arms that's not in your hand, like, you would pretty much just get that much more attack. So, like, if you literally played a smattering of oranges that was like you know six or seven in your deck, and the rest was all blues or or blanks and things like that, um, that's how much damage you would do. Like you would pretty much know that I'm attacking for like thirteen or sixteen or something like that. But mm-hmm. like, you can play like a token Nobles Blaster, to be honest with you, and like slap that on Volcanicus, and like everything else could just be um, uh, what's it called like a like a like a dual pip or like a or anything like to do with that. And like in my opinion, the way you build the deck is like you're just all about combining. So like, obviously you're playing three elemental yeah. functions, which the deck was anyway. Yeah, of course. Um, but like you're just you're literally just like whatever it takes to keep Grimlock alive. So like all these like stealth effects, all these brave effects, all these other things that are literally just preventing as much damage as possible, so that like there may be situations where like especially against aggro where like you're not gonna be able to attack three times, which is what you would need to do to get the sludge combo off. Hmm. um you might only be able to actually get the two attacks in and obviously because you're literally all in on becoming volcanicus like that's all you're going to have the ability to do which is totally fine um because i i just don't think they're like you can do no damage to your opponent it does not matter because every single time you attack you will be KOing like the smaller characters i'm not saying you're going to ko like you know a, a galaxy prime in like one shot but like I think you can certainly build a deck in a I mean, way where you're doing it's bold
0: 30 something or whatever like
1: it's bold, not uh, what would it be it's
0: I already forgot 30, what you say he's how 39, you say? he's 39 he's 39
1: it's bold, stars it's, it's bold 18s so you're flipping you're flipping 20 cards i assume you're playing some some number of whites so like let's just say you're flipping like 22 cards like yeah <laughs> so i mean but that's not that's not like you can't. I don't think you can build the deck to where you're doing like 31 damage. I think you have to build the deck to where you're doing like you know 14 or something like that, or like you know like guaranteed, right? Because again, like you're flipping your whole deck the entire time. So, I I do think it's actually an interesting build. Um, I'm not sure how it'll be like the highest competitive levels, of course, but like I do think that like this this gives the the volcanicus dinobot deck like a huge um, amount of like buff because i think it had two major problems Mm. and now like you've completely eliminated one and what that allows you to do is make the other one easier because if you're playing a mostly blue deck then it it makes it easier to have your guys survive to combine especially with a guy like slug who starts with three defense and has that white ability um so i think that like if you're playing a mostly blue deck you can you can you could survive longer and possibly combine, and then you turn yourself like. I, I, you can play one inverted if you want, and literally just kill everybody in one shot. And then you're literally doing like 30 damage every single time you attack. But like, yeah, you can do that also. I mean, it's only it's only one card you have to play in your deck, so I don't think it's that big of a deal. So that's 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 a possibility as well.
0: Absolutely. I mean, there there's other cute things that you could do, like steamroll, where it's okay. That's yep. you're clearly you know you just brutalize somebody and go. Well, I guess it all goes somewhere else. And since you're flipping so many cards, presumably you can choose your targets appropriately and definitely shrink the game length. Uh, Offhand, I don't know how many either orange blues or orange whatevers, you know, those dual pips or the even double oranges so that you can maximize the amount of oranges without truly negatively impacting the build. But there's clearly potential there, and uh, Chuck is saying in chat as a joke, uh, "You could always daring escape off of that if you can find some way to, to sure. play the escape while everything's on a stack." Uh, I guess that is a chance. <laughs> um,
1: no, I do. I do think, I do think you, you. I mean, I think your your point about steamroll might be a way that and 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 doing a bunch of different things that you you it might play like a combo deck, like you might yeah. piece for tyranny away one of the guys just so you get like an extra turn Mm -hmm. to combine. Yeah. And just seize the
0: momentum back because then if you KO two guys, it's like, all right, you still have to get through this gigantic dude with presumably your one character left. Yeah. Uh, So I
1: think it's, I think it'll be an interesting build. I think that, um, I think that it definitely solved one of the problems, which was sometimes you just combine and still couldn't KO anybody. So yeah,
0: that's kind of a problem (laughs) when you invest
1: that much effort.
0: (laughs) Yep. So, uh, I do appreciate also the way they crop the art because it definitely looks like Volcanicus is, you know, just winding up to deliver that Jurassic punch, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, any other thoughts on this before we move on, Scott?
1: No, I mean, paying the star is no big deal. You basically just, instead of getting um, the sludge from Rise of the Combiners, you basically just have to play swoop or snarl. Mm-hmm. So that's the only difference. So. Yeah,
0: you have a minor variation in what your team composition might be, but yeah,
1: the star is available to the team <coughs> are, Like in our interview with Drew, like he said, the twenty-five star teams will not be getting a strategy, but this is one that doesn't go by that rule. So, like, exactly, um, it, it was it was a good use of the of the card to allow it to be with the combiners.
0: Yep. So we'll move on from Jurassic Punch, and we'll move on to Swap Heads. Uh, so swap heads is another stratagem. It is a Titan Master stratagem. Once per game, when you flip one of your characters that has a character on it in head mode, you may swap that head with one of your other characters' heads. When you do flip this, this being the the stratagem, and it's one star. uh we do have and uh, and I don't think we've actually said it on here at all yet, Scott. Now that I'm saying this out loud, uh our usual hot take section is appearing on the site, VectorSigma.info, and this was included in it. Uh, this is a weird one to evaluate, especially given the context of, well, as of now, we have three headmasters, Titan masters to look at, and two bodies. So there haven't really been, or there isn't enough information to truly evaluate this, but... Is there, do you feel there's a lot of potential in this, Scott?
1: Potential, yes. Um, and this will actually be covered on our card of the day, quote, tomorrow as we're recording. So if you're listening live, it'll, you'll, you I wasn't sure play. if it
0: was up, so I was being very yeah. vague. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's going up tomorrow. Um, I already have it ready to go. Um, you, myself, you, and Palmer did mm. this one. We're not, all five of us aren't going to be doing all of them because uh, it just became too cumbersome. So, right, right. Um It's, it's difficult to evaluate because how do I explain? Like I tried to explain it in writing and it was tough, but like no pun intended. Like (laughs) you're not always going to like, there's not always a situation where like, okay, I'm now defending. Okay. I'm now attacking. Like after you attack, you're defending. Yep. So yeah, there's no window. So having tough is just as valuable quote when attacking because you're going to be attacked if that makes any sense. Right. As as like the bold would be. And again, like the, those are the ones we've seen so far, other than a static defensive buff, which we could just assume is like the same argument there. Um so I'm not really sure what kind of window there is for this card to matter, if that makes any sense.
0: Well, there's so there's two scenarios that I thought of. One is uh the obvious if there's a body slash head that cares when it's reattached, obviously. Sure. sure uh, of but that would only be well, once a game, unless it had some weird wording to allow, like it attaches, quote unquote, at the top, at the start of the game. So then it does a, a minor thing. The other scenario I was thinking is if the heads were way swingy. So I couldn't think of a, a good way to illustrate it, But and we're going to talk about the bold one in a little while, but let's say it had bold five, you sure. know, it, then you would want to be able to get extra usage out of it by swapping it to another guy, because presumably there would be some drawback. The body is really bad. The head confers some kind of negative bonus or or debuff or whatever. So you can assume that the character it's originally on is not going to make it to another swing. So you want to move it somewhere else to get extra value out of it. That being said, I, I don't know if that's worth a star right now. I mean, the one the the heads that we've seen to your point, it's, it kind of needs to be there when it needs to be there. So the only time I guess is offensive oriented heads so that you can do it once swap them, do it again.
1: Right. That's what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. I just don't, again, it's tough to, to talk about this one right now. And I'm sure we'll bring it back up as we get more Titan masters released, but right now it's confusing. Uh, now, that being said, when we spoke with Drew, he did indicate that there's going to be more Titan Master heads than there are bodies. So, I assume there are going to be at least a few that are not just straight stats or keyword. They got, they, ha- they kind of have to be simple because of the way the physical gameplay works, as in like where the cards are on the table, but maybe not. It's, it's a very open-ended thing at this stage.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is the most difficult card in my opinion to to, to evaluate. Mm-hmm. Right right the second. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's I hate to to punt this one, but I think we almost have to <laughs> by virtue of of way the text is. Yeah. So, we'll uh we'll leave swap heads alone for now. Again, we'll I'm confident we'll revisit it as more of the Titan Masters are released. But I actually want to move on to one of the, the cards that was recently revealed and also, I mean, they all recently revealed, but created kind of a stir, and that is Tidal Wave. So he is the organized play promo for this set, and there's there's just like a million things that he does. So um, I do have it rotating up on the screen. Uh, I guess the simplest way is I'll just name one of the parts, unless you want to start with the combined mode and work backwards, Scott. Oh, we may have lost him.
1: I was just on mute. Just oh, okay. okay. Um, That's fine. No, I would just run through them. I mean, like okay. I think it's going to be played as a team. So yeah, I would go from that perspective.
0: <clears throat> so there are, and we'll get into the implications. there is a the potential that it's not going to be a team, but we'll start with the battleship mode for Tidal Wave. So they're all boats. Uh, this one is range. He's four ten one. He's eight stars, and he has stealth. When your second characters KO'd this game, and you had Tidal Wave, Dark Fleet, the aircraft carrier, Tidal Wave, Dark Fleet, the transport, on your starting team, combine them with this into Tidal Wave, Dark Fleet, and that will get to the combiner mode. Uh, this is the obligatory member of the team just to give you the ability to combine. The fact that he has stealth and 10 health is reasonable, although the one defense is obviously not fantastic, it's just he's not going to be the first guy attacking. But to your point, Scott, I don't anticipate that this guy's going to make an appearance outside the team for obvious reasons. No, no, obviously. (laughs) Is there anything outside of the obvious combiner thing, and we'll get to the body, the the combined form in a moment, but anything special about this guy that you want to point out?
1: If If you want, I mean, if you want to combine, like, you're going to be able to because of his inborn stealth so like mm-hmm. i mean and you'll probably be able to combine with a decent amount of quote hit points because again this guy is stealth so right um and as we'll get to the other ones they don't really care about being KO'd. so absolutely yeah it's yeah
0: he's range, which is notable i mean the other two are specialists but that getting the traits may not be a hard thing to do which we'll get to in a second like you said he uh because of the stealth, it I was very surprised to see that on there, but I mean it, it makes sense to preserve the body. Um I'm very curious to to see this guy as a whole, but we'll we'll dive into the other parts. So the next one up, we'll look at the transport. So also a boat specialist. 053, 8 stars. This starts the game with a car, truck, or tank under it that has four stars or fewer. When this attacks combines or is KO'd deploy the character from under this onto the battlefield in alt mode if this is attacking you get an extra attack this turn but only with the deployed character now it's not a forced attack right no it wouldn't be so you wouldn't so you could just choose i mean unless you had to attack like they're tapped out like you could just choose to to bank the guy
1: yeah, which is what I would imagine you should probably do more of.
0: That's what I'm I thinking. Forgot, that, I,
1: I forgot that ability I forgot that ability didn't happened. to be honest with you. So. The,
0: the extra attack, you mean? Yeah, I
1: mean, that's interesting. I did as
0: well until that. I read it, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, the, the more, <clears throat> well, maybe not more interesting, because that is an interesting piece, is that the whole deployment mechanic, and as you said, at 5 health, 3 defense, so effective 8 health, barring blue flips or whatever else, He's relatively fragile, presumably whatever four-star character you're putting under there, and it doesn't care which faction is also going to be fragile. It's starting to make sense how easy or seemingly easy it's going to be to get to tidal wave, the combined mode with these guys.
1: Yeah, what I also like about it is that it's also, I think this is going to be one of the first opportunities we actually have if you don't attack with the character to actually use micro masters for their actual micro master ability, <laughs> yeah, because you're because you're right because you're just getting extra characters, so they're not costing you like yep your 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 team. They're just like here you go, here's a leap in the battle, or here's mm. a uh, actually I don't know if that one is a leap in the battle, but like here's a pep talk, here's a yeah whatever else they have. And it, a, it know, is notable so. that
0: yeah you won't be able to get the lords uh and then right like you said some of them might edge it out because they're five stars so it does constrict it but obviously over time we're going to be getting more four star characters that will help fill it out and at worst okay i just pick the smallest one and run them out there so that i can combine no harm no foul yeah. sort of thing uh It's an incredibly interesting mechanic to me because it the the entire thing messes with turn sequencing. And we talked about this on other uh, uh, review shows, I guess, spoiler shows, where I always feel myself drawn to these cards that can potentially influence how combat wheels end up shaping out. Mm -hmm. Without necessarily just being, all right, I'm a big guy, I punch your guy really hard, eliminate him, so that means there isn't an attack coming back. This is, extra characters are coming out, those characters don't count against your star limit, so you you can potentially do other weird stuff. Uh, This could get really wild. Um, And now it's bothering me because I can't think of a four-star truck. I mean, there's the Autobot ones, there are no... Only Motormaster, I think, is a Decepticon truck right now.
1: Yeah, it's all the. This is all the patrol characters, like Uh, absolutely other than like well the Metroplex guys, Metroplex Metroplex, Tripticon guys, yeah. Which
0: I did check. Unfortunately, Slammer does require Metroplex, which Ah. I'm sure was intentional.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they all they all and like the Tripticon ones, like their revenge abilities require you to have Tripticon in play,
0: which it makes sense. It's um. Yeah, oh, uh, Dan's saying you have to attack with the deployed character in chat, uh, which I guess makes sense. Yeah, well, he's saying you do, but it says the actual card text is you get an extra attack this turn, but only with the deployed character.
1: Oh. So... If if there's no may, then I guess you
0: It. I'm... As I'm re- re-reading it for the however manyth time, it does make sense that it would be required. Uh, I do get the Dan's point about you wouldn't be able to flip them, but we were originally right. it, for the microbass we were operating under the assumption that you would, you know, do it next turn. But right, uh, right. that may not be the case. And what are you going to
1: do? You can't have everything. No. Um, no, I think I think I think the way you play it is basically you you choose this one or the other one. I would assume it's this one if you're a blue deck or the other one if you're an orange deck and mostly orange or mostly blue. And you basically, you allow this guy to get out the other guy, get get out your deployer, like, the deployer to get out the, the four-star guy. And then you basically do as best as possible to keep the other two boats, like, at as much health as possible. So that, you know, again, I'm going to yeah. lean more into, like, the brave and stealth and, and those kinds of effects. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to like you're you're trying to basically get to the combiner mode with as much health as possible so absolutely that's where that's where I would go I would I would get out a guy and then basically have the micromasters or whatever the four star guys are be your complete sacrificial lambs cuz you can lose both of those guys and you can still combine
0: yep yeah as long as you're not so, losing uh, that last guy that the uh the battleship the, yep um so So moving from there, we have the third piece of this, and that's Tidal Wave, the aircraft carrier, who is also a specialist, eight stars like the others, a 162. This guy starts the game with a plane helicopter or helicopter that is four stars or lower underneath it, Uh, and he has the same clause where when he attacks, combines, or is KO'd, you deploy the character from underneath, and if it's attacking, you get an extra attack this turn with the deployed character. Uh, <clears throat> Just repeat the same sort of conversation, but obviously you have a different set of characters that are gonna be available to you with this guy,
1: yeah, and at this point at this point, I don't think it matters other than if you have if one of them has a micromaster ability that you want to be able to use, I guess right. at this point like on the one the wheel, I guess so
0: yeah the uh the only advantage is so or maybe not only advantage but If I'm playing against this, because you know they're going to try and combine, you probably want to try and take down the parts, so the traits provided by the deployed characters is going to be relevant. Now, Tidal Wave himself, when we talk about the combined form, is ranged, but maybe you want access to melee specialist or whatever for some reason, uh, or just the redundant ranged, and therefore you can stick javelins on other guys. Uh, It's... It is going to be an interesting decision point. I'm sure people will figure out what the... If you want to do it as a blue deck, you want to do it as an orange deck, or you want to do this other thing, that there will be better or worse characters. But right now, there is a plethora of options. And like Dan saying in chat that, of course, we're going to get more four stars. So right. it's only going to grow. Right. Um, it's also... So before we get to the combined form, in general... This guy obviously was incredibly exciting to me. He also I I had to I wanted to go look for the toy, but I couldn't find him in time. Uh (laughs) that as an aside. But to me you own or Yeah, I actually I have the uh aircraft carrier module. Yeah. The Armada one? I I don't think it was from Armada. It had to have been, I I guess. But yeah. Um because he like I definitely had that toy uh and it's definitely in a box somewhere. But anyway, digression aside, one of the things that excited me, and it's, I keep waffling back and forth, is that initially I go, wow, this is an awesome aggro guy. You have a million guys, and then you combine into a big one, and you want your guys to get KO'd, so reckless charges and one-shell stands and things like that only help you. That being said, we're also talking about a character that's a zero five three and a one six two, So... Right. Maybe they need some
1: help. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, the other guys are basically three-something. Right.
0: Right. And because they're not going to have the appropriate lord, so you can't stuff Tailwind on one of these guys, right? they are going to be what they are. So you're not going to get the innate buff by playing one of the patrols or something. I'd have to go back and see if there's, you know, one that would be the clear, far-and-away winner for this is my default four-star aggro guy i don't think i've asked myself that question very often um
1: i think it's night. i think it's night flight on the phone the, on the plane helicopter mode
0: probably <laughs> i'm gonna i don't even know if there is a i don't yeah i did actually look at this earlier i don't think there is a four-star helicopter in existence today
1: yeah he, he told us yet quote unquote yes yeah
0: that is true <laughs> um hint i guess (laughs) so obviously on the car side you have a bunch of options uh trucks we already discussed it it's going to be interesting to see which guys end up under here and that's why i i initially leaned into oh well they're just stat blocks and i have lots of stat blocks and then they become one big stat block that Mm -hmm. being said it's i think you're well i'm going to go out on a limb and assume you feel these guys are more on the blue end
1: Three defense and zero attack, I would say, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, by the same token, you do have to win the game at some point, and to do that, you're probably going to need to combine, so if they're blue, they're sturdier, and your opponent's... Mm -hmm. I mean, your opponent has to kill somebody at some point uh, if they're trying to win the game, but you do have to push some damage on your own. Mm
1: -hmm. Pure exists.
0: Yes, but, (laughs) for example, bigger they are on the... uh, well, A, it might not go off on the eight-star guys. Like, it could get weird. And B, if you start to zero attack, like, okay, you got two attack, pierce four. Have fun.
1: I'll make it work. (laughs) It'll happen.
0: Uh, So let's move on to the combined mode for him. So Tidal Wave Dark Fleet is a 721-2. He is 24 stars. And when this is combined, tap an enemy. Now, this was the part that I've had a visible reaction when we were talking to drew because there just aren't that many ways to tap your opponent's characters in this game. So it's a, it's a very unique effect if nothing else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's, and I feel that it, whether you're orange or you're blue, this is going to come into play a lot because it's, I guess your opponent could mess with your, your combo, your, in that combo, your combine ability by sending out the guy you would most likely want to tap ahead of time. But, okay, then they're doing your work for you. I don't know. This, this seems like an, a really impressive ability. Do you feel the same way, Scott?
1: It depends on which side you're on. It's more impressive you're on the orange side because you get to get to the character you're trying to actually right. KO more efficiently. But then again, if... If you're forcing them to attack you, and I'm assuming that you like you can't let's assume I mean this is pretty this is not a very difficult thing to do. I mean, like you have like an O five three and what one six two or something like that. Like yeah. one of those guys or both the Micromasters have to get KO'd. And remember, you can do things like one shall stand your own micromasters and things like that too. because like, of course like, they just have to be KO'd period, like not not by your opponent. Yep. So you can I think I guess then either way like, you have more control over the combination, unlike, you know, Omega Supreme and, and, yes. and, uh, and, uh, like, I guess Sky is kind of like you, you have to work to have control over that, but you seem to have more control over this because it's just easier to KO. Yeah. Like, well, the bar
0: is definitely three. lower for what yeah. you have to
1: do. So, tapping a guy in you know, a bluejack essentially. If you're if you're assuming if we are assuming you're trading blows back and forth with like one their giant character and now your giant character, you're getting an extra attack because you're preventing them from attacking. Mm-hmm. At some point, um, and if you're not like you basically like they basically just overkilled one of these other guys, so like you're basically ahead no matter how you slice it. And in orange deck, you're actually able to get to the guy you want to attack. And then probably put a hurting on them again without them being able to attack you back. So I believe this is essentially as close to a free turn type thing that we're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. oh, not to mention that peace or tyranny is also insane with this team.
0: I was yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you didn't say it, I was going to. Dude. That that's yeah. one of the many reasons why I feel I initially lunged at the orange side of it.
1: Mm, i think it's just blue with peace or tyranny again, well that yeah, yeah I,
0: that was also another point is that yeah, <laughs> yeah you could just play it sounds weird but ptt and blue decks maybe is a thing now
1: yeah so i think there's a lot of ways to abuse this um i think the tap ability is very powerful the only thing i wish is that he had some kind of like built-in pierce or bold because i just i mean seven is decent but it's not it's I, yeah it's not to over say, the top it's, it's not like huge i'm um, curious is this
0: oh go ahead. sorry
1: I mean, obviously Energon Axe is going to immediately attach to him or Scoundrel Blaster or yep. even, or any one, or, you know. Right. Obviously, your typical grenade watchers. Yeah,
0: I'm curious if this is a, especially given the low uh, attack values of the pre-combined parts, is this another one that goes in the category of those orange-black decks or blue-black decks where it's... You try and leverage that to continue pushing down, da- or do something early on, and then even against orange stuff, opposing orange stuff. I mean, you could steal an attack to keep your guy alive a little bit longer. You're going to be big enough at seven to be able to push significant damage, and against blue decks, you'd have black pips or other Pierce effects to try and get there. Uh, maybe <laughs> we'll see.
1: Yeah, I think I think the inter- I think this is actually. To the other cards we've been talking about like Box or or cosmos like i don't think you can just go all in on this ability i think you obviously play cards that supplement the ability mm-hmm. um but i don't think like you like you said like you you actually have to do damage and and this unlike the, those other two uh decks there isn't an auto ko situation like there is with those guys so you are gonna have to work after the fact but um i don't think it's I think you you like I said you are ahead in the race to begin with, mm. so we'll see how it goes from there.
0: Yeah, I I'm very excited about this guy. It's it's definitely as you said, it, it's a unique and more you have significantly more control over how your combination happens, and it's much quicker than most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I'm I was just floored when I saw just tap an enemy. I, I'm very excited about trying that out and seeing what the implications are because, I mean, let's
1: face it, Tackle was not setting the world on fire up to this point. No, I mean, you can literally do this on turn one. Like, you just basically, you can PTT a guy, and then you take your extra turn, and then on your extra turn, you just one shall stand one of the Micromasters and kill him, and then now you have this combined form and another Micromaster. Then the yep. Micromaster swings in, and then your guy's protected from their presumably like second or third attacker and then right. you just start then the game just begins from there so
0: you could yes i don't mm-hmm. know if you'd necessarily want to do that on turn one against a lot of time though yeah it is possible it yeah. is in your uh, bag of tricks mm-hmm. um it's definitely i i'm really excited to actually start messing around with this guy because it, the play pattern as a whole is just so unique compared to what we've had before on multiple different mm-hmm. fronts that it, it's lending another axis for us to try and examine. I mean, yes, ultimately it's still going to come down to do my guys punch better than your guys, but I get to mess with who gets to punch when a lot
1: more. So yeah, there's a lot of free turns going on much like the, the um, Titan masters.
0: Absolutely. Um, so any other thoughts for Tidal wave before we move on, Scott? Nope. It's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about this guy. So let's uh, let's talk about some headmasters. So first one up is Arcana, uh, who very much looks like Brainstorm, which uh, I saw a couple people on Twitter that it's a very, very deep cut that I'll admit I didn't recognize. So uh, somebody will have to explain that one to me. Uh, Arcana is or provides plus two defense in head mode for four stars. And then in bot mode, he's melee and a 4-2-2. Uh, What are your initial thoughts on this guy, Scott?
1: I'd rather have a tough one.
0: (laughs) I like this... Well, I get it in blue stuff. I actually... And I did not sit down to do the math yet, but I could foresee this guy being better in an orange deck. I mean, you have four attack. Presumably in an orange deck, the bot mode is just going to croak as soon as something looks at it funny. But the plus two defense on... you know arbitrary headmaster or head or an arbitrary body rather that already has say two defense. Maybe that means they soak an extra attack. Maybe.
1: Mm. Um, I think, I think you'd rather just use an off at that point.
0: Well, if there's a, I agree. So like the next guy we're going to talk about, is probably going to be the one you're going to reach for first. But if there's a team that has multiple, so if we've already seen, or we will see, Twin Twist and Cup as Wreckers. If there's another Wrecker who's a lower star count, maybe this is the other head for the other guy, possibly. Uh, given that we're going to have so many, I would assume that we're going to have not just bold ones as the aggressive heads. There'll probably be other ones. Yeah, I would assume I so. so uh, I'm holding out hope for this guy, but I agree in a lot of scenarios unless gyros are suddenly everywhere, like the tough three is probably going to net you more in most cases. I mean, the
1: tough three can net you double this, if right? If built correctly. So, and right. then that, and, and that guy can actually, that guy can likely block, whereas this guy is going to be tough.
0: Well, I mean, he gets in front just once. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> once that guy gets around <laughs> it. That guy gets around it. Yes, like, and then this one it's going to be it's going to be hard. But yeah,
0: he had. Uh... <clears throat> Like I said, I, I'm curious if this would be the the tide turner, or, or it would allow you to break serve or something in an aggro deck. But otherwise, I'm generally in agreement with you about what we saw
1: from Flintlock. I have to see where the other ones are costed. Like, mm. I believe I believe this at three stars would probably have been fine, mm. um, because given the fact that the tough three by nature should just be better. Um, it's
0: it's going to depend on, it, not necessarily the other head's cost, but also the other body's cost, because there mm-hmm. may be one that's, okay, if this guy with three stars is now ridiculous for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. So it, it that, the whole modularity component of this makes it, it like, there's so many combinations that it's going to get weird very
1: quickly. Yeah, until we see more, I just think that there's already ones that are superior or so. Right. But, I mean, you know, Smashdown isn't as good as Fire Drive and Line Rider, so and Aimless, so what do you expect? So? Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> not everybody <laughs> is going to be the
0: top of their class, Scott. Somebody yep. has to be number one. Uh, mm-hmm. So, we'll move on from Arcana to Flame Out, who is the Bold Two-Head. Now, he's only three stars, and he's a two-two-one melee character in bot mode with Bold Two. We have our aggressive counterpart to Flintlock, I
1: guess. <laughs> Uh, probably, but I would assume there's probably four star aggressive heads as well. Oh yeah,
0: I'm well. The we have options from one to four. Is that am I remembering mm-hmm. correctly? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I said it and then I'm like, wait a minute, was that right? Uh, so we there's clearly going to be other scales on this. Given, like I was saying earlier, that it has to be succinct for what ability is showing on the top of the head mode. I'm curious if it's just going to be scaling, you know, like the two-star version of this will be bold one, or one star will be bold one, and then there'll be a bold three at four or something like that, uh, or is it going to get wilder?
1: Probably. I think there's other abilities that are going to be. I would assume there's a plethora of keywords, so I assume any of
0: them. Well, yeah, there are a lot of cool. keywords, so there, there's definitely an option. Uh, clearly, I mean, I don't know what else to say about this guy, but starting with a flamethrower in play, we've already seen it on is early as barrage in wave one where getting free weapons is pretty good
1: yeah i think this one is a better counterpart to cup than flintlock is to be honest with you
0: i'd agree with that (laughs) yeah uh it it leans more into it's interesting that cup has that built-in tough one but he has that other clearly aggressive ability
1: uh and this only augments that yeah, and, and this guy's not going to be surviving any hits at all. Like, he obviously, no. you know, put uh, the head.
0: But similar to uh, what we've seen with the Tailwind builds or other patrols or whatever, these little guys can pack a punch, especially from an orange deck. And, okay, there's always the grenade launcher, reckless charge, get in there. Mm-hmm. And suddenly this guy's 10 with bolt 2. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Yeah, it, it could get messy for your opponent very quickly Punch him with this guy. So I'm not at all intimidated. It's just going to be a matter of uh, if you do something like one-shall-stand your guy to pop him off for some reason,
1: he may not make it through your opponent's turn. No, agreed. And I, I don't know that that's what the play... I don't think you would want to do yeah, that because I... It was the first thing that there.
0: came to mind, but I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> so it was just...
1: You know, I, yeah, guess I think it, unlike the unlike the battle masters, I think you're not going to want to do that with these guys as, as much as possible because I think the character you're getting is is not supplementing another character. They are a smaller character on their own. So.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, I, I mean, I like this guy. I, I, that's about all I can say about him. <laughs> hmm. So. Some of these reviews may go quicker now that I'm thinking about it, simply because they, uh, it's like, oh, well, he has one line of text. All right, he's good. Nah, he's crap. All right, move on. <laughs> so to close it out, we have Twin Twist, who's the more recent body that was revealed. He is nine stars. He is a drill tank. <laughs> so he's a tank, a wrecker, and melee. He's 412-2 in alt mode. And when you flip to alt mode, he gets pierce three until end of turn. On the bot mode, he's a wrecker in melee, 512 2 and when you flip to this mode, your opponent chooses one of their characters and does one damage to it. If you flip this character at least two times this turn, instead, deal one to each enemy, so your showing-offs are now strafing runs.
1: Which your hunker-downs or not.
0: Correct, which we did... That was confirmed that they're... It's not... Body is not bot mode. Right. Uh, which definitely... Puts a damper on, well, this guy specifically, uh, and presumably future b- bodies as well. There are some costs and benefits to that where you, you know, you dodge marchman ships, but you can't hunker down. So you're stuck with showing off. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that we're going to see a uh, a showing off for bodies or a, a showing off that some some kind of effect like that that interacts with specifically body characters um yeah i would assume so it it only makes sense given the way this guy is worded because otherwise it's like okay showing off and rapid conversion that's it Mm -hmm. um given that we can't hunker down uh given the higher star cost to stat ratio i wasn't super thrilled by this guy even though i do love drill tanks because they're hilarious um are you do you like this guy at all scott
1: I think his ability, even without the and run, is still powerful. I mean Octone has shown us that, but like even when your opponent gets to choose where the damage goes, it still adds up over time. So I think that ability is being kind of undervalued, especially when it's a flip to body mode ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that I don't think that the correct head exists yet for us to evaluate this guy.
0: I can um, agree with that. Because I
1: don't because he has a very high star cost as a potty, so I don't really understand like I would assume like one of the very heads would be a way to um, his flip to alt mode ability makes him want to be a blue deck because you will get Pierce. Right. Um, but I, I don't really understand where this guy fits right now. So I think we need to see. I need to understand more Titan Master support and body support because mm-hmm. as it stands right now, like I just think Cup is clearly superior to this guy for less cost. Um, yeah. I don't think that the increased stats really justify. The increased cost, that's why he has an increased cost, but I don't think that, like, I don't think it's, quote, worth it as it stands right now. I feel
0: like this guy wants a head that is... (sighs) It can't be four stars for this, but you probably want a head that's that gives, like, pierce three for some number of stars, and then you can load them up with a weapon. So you can flip, get back, and it's like, alright, I'm getting in for six,
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Period. Sort of thing. Yeah. um, I don't know... like I don't know where that would cost star-wise, though, that sort of head. And that's the problem, is that... It, it, like, if this guy was 12 stars, is that worth it? I, I don't know. Because that's a pretty heavy investment for a character that, at the end of the day, still only has 12 health. Like, in recent times, like,
1: that's nothing. That doesn't concern me because you get cause the head's going to pop. That is part. So that that part isn't my concern. My concern is, I think that's a good I think that's a good call. I think there will probably be a head that gives you Pierce, and I think that yeah. is where.
0: I'm sure where there will be. I mean, we've seen to... every other like the standard keyword, so I'm sure that's going
1: to be on there somewhere. No, that's, that's a good call. Like even if it's like Pierce two, then mm-hmm. like you just throw a Noble's blaster on him, even against Septicon even against like Autobot, he's still going to be uh, cause in all six movies, Pierce seven in all mode, he's he's a four, right? Yeah, he's four with Pierce three. Right. So if he if you got a head to head, yeah, if you had a head that had like Pierce two or Pierce three, you could be six Pierce five, six Pierce six, and that's like exactly where you want to be, obviously. So yeah. Um, out of a out of a out of a blue deck, I don't I can't stand the fact that he's melee. I'm out of a blue deck, but like, yeah, you can't have do, everything.
0: I'm va- no. that would actually be really cool because we uh, if. We saw also, and I know this is getting away from the, the card in question, but uh if we saw heads that actually granted other traits. So like the head gave yeah. this guy ranged. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. enough even for like one star, but maybe.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think if there's a pierce head, that's where this guy will come into play. Because mm-hmm. I think getting starting like basically flipping to get Pierce three and then and then getting it on top power um as long as that head costs like two or three i think that's perfectly
0: fine yeah and then like you were saying earlier the the uh the one damage does add up i mean it's gonna depend on what the remainder of the team is as well because excuse me again flip density of just okay it, oh yeah sure yeah I mean in the Octone decks, it was okay. Well, I'm only flipping Octone, but he's right, also right. an 8172. <laughs> well, he'll right. he'll be an 8 when I get in the mode I want to. In this right. it's it's just a little a little less impressive, I have to say. Agreed. But still. Uh-huh. Um so that's actually all of the reveals from this week. Like we started out with uh it seems like we're going at a much more manageable, leisurely pace as we go through the reveal season. <laughs> it definitely felt like we were, at certain points, we were trying to drink from a fire hose last season.
1: Yeah, the um the content creator reveals... So. The
0: content creator reveals what? You cut off a have little
1: I have not even sent, been sent out yet, so... Mm. There's not even that many. Like, all the ones that are coming through now are from the official membership. Yes.
0: So. Yeah, and we typically we've seen in the past where people that are more... I guess more prominent transformer fans rather than directly TCG related content creators definitely have had a tendency to just get it out there immediately. Like yeah. where it seemed like it, it was just like, bang. Okay. They got a card, they put it on Twitter or whatever. So um, I assume those haven't gone out either. Otherwise you probably would have seen those by now. Yeah, agreed. Um, but anyway, uh, any other closing thoughts on uh, probably our quickest show? yet yeah.
1: <laughs> of all time yeah probably uh, no i mean the, the the set continues to shape up um there's a lot, obviously a lot of cars in this batch that are waiting on us to understand what's in the set mm-hmm. but i do think that the like i do think that the bold two head is probably just, um, it's probably very interesting and i do think that the mm-hmm. the stratagems continue to do exactly what i think they should do they 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 take a character that has multiple problems and addresses at least one of them in a in a major way, and I think that's yeah. that's positive for deck building. So, although
0: as Drew had pointed out, a lot of them, like the, I guess it's not technically a strict upgrade on Cosmos, but it essentially is, uh, and the volcanic is one is leaning towards that. But the way he made it sound is a lot of them are going to be much more strategic decisions as we move forward so i'm very curious as to what other characters get them and how they're they're going to twist the gameplay
1: yeah i would assume that for most of them like ones we haven't seen yet just because there's so many of them left seven 27 of them left, right um they're the way we kind of the way i've kind of described it in other places is it's it creates a whole new character it's not just like give this character bold one or something like like, like something mm. normal. Um, or like, you know, what you said with Cosmos, like make him playable or something like that. Like, you know, like, um, like it's like, it's,
0: <laughs> I laugh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, or in this situation, make him playable. Like, you know, like it, it's, it, it should be more, like you said, like it basically creates an entirely new character. And that yeah. I, I'm hoping we see some, but I, but I do believe that that will work. Um, lesser, like middling star cost characters to begin with. And I'm not sure how them can really get a serious boost. Um, like, I think like you said, like the biggest one I can think of would be like you said, like change wheel jacks, tough, to bull or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean that, that example, we keep coming back to it cause it's just a very easy way to illustrate the way. I mean, bold. Nice things I, mean, bold I mean, bold the tough. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I, that's actually a really good way to put it, that it's, the goal is to create effectively new characters, which is kind of a sneaky way for them to grow the character allotment for the set. You know what I mean? They're, Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. not character cards, but essentially they're character cards. That's,
1: that's actually a really cool way to look at it. Um, Yeah, I think this set will take (coughs) the longest to digest of any set so far. I mean, as, 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 as exciting as that was for. I do believe on the surface they were still kind
0: of well they, they happen in, on an axis that we were familiar with this is almost going right. back to wave 2 where it's we don't really have any idea how combiners are going to work like right Are they is it like completely there's no chance they'll ever combine or is it going to be awesome and we obviously found some that worked and some didn't and I think we're going to run into that same boat with a lot of these cards where they're they're definitely turning things on its head no
1: pun of that
0: Yep. We got a lot of those in the today. today. <laughs> yep. But uh, all right. I, I think that does it. We won't do what we usually do and go, all right, we're done. And then 10 more minutes, 15 times. No. Uh, so for Scott and myself, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for watching. And please tune in next time for more Tech Talk.